I also believe that spirit and the guidance was around me to help me be able to get through it and make me who I am today. Because I do believe that all of those experiences are what makes me understand and be able to communicate with spirit now so much better to pull those experiences with me so that when I am communicating, I'm able to really tap into different lifestyles, different stories a lot easier as well. Hello, and welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast. My name is Tina Conroy. I am so grateful you are here. As a professional intuitive medium, Reiki master, and yoga teacher, my intention is to explore intuition so you can gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. I honor your spiritual growth. Thank you for listening. Today on the podcast, I bring you another gentleman. Yes, a man, another man on the Intuitive Woman podcast. I told you this season would look a little different. Cannot wait to share with you my conversation with Roy Tomko. Roy Tomko is a psychic medium. We met a few months back in Anthony Morocco's Intermediate Advanced class, and I'm so excited to bring him here today. He's going to share with you his upbringing. He's going to share with you coming out of the closet for the second time, a little tongue in cheek there, his reawakening and how he does what he does now. He is currently a psychic medium. He shares his services and how he got there and all his experiences. I know you're going to love this conversation as much as I love creating it for you. And by the way, if you are listening and you can connect with Roy with all the information below and you love this episode, please tag us and find us on Instagram. Have a beautiful day. Hey, Roy. How are you today? Good, Tina. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have you on the Intuitive Women podcast. I'm excited too. I know that you don't have a lot of gentlemen join here, so I feel very, very honored to be, I don't know, number two or three. I don't, you got to let me know, but I'm excited about it. So thank you for having me. You're welcome. Yes, I have had, I think you're the third or the fourth man on the uh, gentleman <laughs> on the podcast, and but not for a while. So I'm excited and I'm excited to bring my listeners uh, into your world and, and hear a little bit about you. Well, very exciting. So let's start. I always like to begin going back to mm-hmm. when you were a child and if you were brought up spiritual, religious, both and neither. So I was brought up Catholic. So I was raised Catholic. I went to Catholic school, uh, grammar school, all the way through high school. So taking religion every day. So yeah, brought up very, very religious um, in that type of format. So it was definitely uh, interesting growing up, but fun. So you're similar to me. I was in Catholic school from kindergarten all the way to eighth grade. Mm -hmm. Then I went to Catholic high school. And then I actually went two years to Catholic college. Wow. I think I was like ultra, ultra Catholic. And we <laughs> were, and we weren't, we, you know, I went to Catholic school and I had the Catholic ideals and I loved the whole idea. And I still do of the saints and all of those things. But then we weren't really churchgoers, you know, right. we were only on like the holidays. And now um, I would say I'm still Catholic, mm-hmm. but I don't absolve to the rules. Right. So I do my own spiritual practice. Yeah, and I can agree with that and um, parallel what you're saying as well, because my family is very similar. 
where we were not super religious going every Sunday to church, but the holidays were when we would go. And I am very big on religious symbolism. So I do like a lot of religious artwork and all of that other um, fun uh, religious items out there. So yeah, very cool. Yeah, very, very cool. So I want to have the listeners take a little glimpse in and take them up to where you are today and what you're doing today, because it's, it's so interesting, your story and your journey. But take us back a little bit. So take us back maybe as far back as you want to go. If you want to go to like your teenage years or, you know, whatever. But kind of how were you in, you know, in grade school and middle school and, and kind of lead us up a little bit. I know there's a lot to cover yep. to where you are now and how you found your abilities or re-emerged your abilities. And, and you know, we are talking about, you know, reawakening for the second time and coming out and yeah. who you are and, and sharing and being vulnerable. So first of all, thank you. You're very welcome. It's an yes. honor. I want to help enlighten other people out there as well. So I'm glad to be doing this. Great. So take us back a little bit. When I was younger, uh, I want to say probably like three or four years old, I was always able to um, see spirit visually. So for me, it was not really abnormal to go outside and be able to see a spirit, which I would have thought was like an actual person back then because I was younger and would not have known the difference. Walking around as as doing their own thing, you know? And there was always one guy that I thought was always around my parents' house. And I felt like he was a guardian or a protector. Until this day, I can still feel his presence around the house when I'm there. So I know that he's still um, definitely keeping watch over, which solidifies the fact that he was a guardian. So that happened when I was younger. So seeing spirit was very prevalent for, for me. And then I wanna say going into grammar school, you know, um, maybe like around fourth grade, things started to shift for me where like everything else, you go into school and then you start to develop friendships and then sometimes you try to find your tribe and then, you know, you get bullied and then everything starts to shift and your awareness starts to close down tremendously because of the fact that you're focusing on just trying to live life. And I think spirit sometimes realizes that they need to back off a little bit for you to really emerge and find yourself. So that kind of um, took me all the way through to high school. I would have um, occurrences happen here or there where I would be like driving down a street and I would all of a sudden see a vision of a little girl playing in the street with a ball, get out of my car and say, oh my God, what are you doing in the street? And it was spirit. It really was not a little girl. And then I want to see- Let me like just stop you. Let me go back yeah. just a little bit because I know there's going to be people listening that are developing mediums or developing psychics. And- so you objectively saw spirit. You, you objectively, and did you know it was spirit at that time when you were younger? No, I did not. So when I was okay. little, I would have thought it was like uh, like an imaginary friend or someone that would have just been like existing. Uh, I never really vocalized it too much to my parents. So I kind of kept it inside. And then as I got older, like I said, when I would be driving, I like the little girl in the middle of the street, I would see her. And then all of a sudden it would be like, oh my God, where is she coming from? I thought it was actually a little girl. And I get out of the car and she's not there anymore. And then I started to put one-on-one together and I started to really realize that there's something here. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I just felt it internally that I was now um, coming into my own real like um, mediumistic, I guess, qualities, psychic development qualities. I still did not fully um, emerge into it because then I had to just basically deal with another situation, which is coming out of the closet in general. So now at that point, that was another situation for me where again, spirit took a back seat for a minute, let me deal with that. 
And that was um, basically my first reawakening, you know, my first time coming out. And luckily that was a very good transition, a very smooth transition. I had a very supportive family and very supportive friends. Uh, and then when I finally, and I feel like with spirit finally felt that I was now in a place where I was comfortable with myself. I was actually working back then I was working in a hair salon and I was um, working with this girl and all of a sudden I saw spirit again, but next to her. And I said, you know what, I'm just going to test the water here and see what happens. And I asked her if she was open to some communication that I was getting. And I had went into some detail about the passing of an ex-boyfriend, situations about him, details about the passing. Um, unfortunately, as open as she thought that she was, she really was not that open at that time. Uh, and it did cause a rift in employment and a rift with her. <laughs> but mm -hmm. it is what it is. And then... Um, it kind of shut down again. So then I'm like, okay, maybe this is not the right path again. Let me just see what's going on. So I shut it back down again. And then the interesting thing is COVID hits this beginning of the year. I reconnected with a very good friend of ours, um, Anthony Maraca. And I said, you know, talking with him about spirit and conversations and knowing that he was involved in all of this, um, what do you think? And he said, I think you really need to just invoke yourself in it and submerge yourself and, and do it. This is your time now. So I have now been communicating with spirit for the last like 10 months. And it has just been, as you know, a complete and uphill climb for me. Very supportive spirit has been showing up and it's been just a great journey. Yeah. And we met in Anthony's, uh, one of Anthony's online classes. It was a yeah. six week intermediate advanced or intermediate uh, yeah, the intermediate advanced class. Yeah, and then we did the practice circle together. Right, right. So that's where we met. Mm -hmm. So I want to go back a little bit. Yeah. So you saw spirits. I know you didn't really speak about it, but they were. It was objectively. So Correct. when we talk, just for people that are listening, so objectively is when you see spirit outside your mind's eye, as if it's a real, you know, a real person there, a, a physical person. Right. And then there is uh, subjectively, um, and that's in your mind's eye. And so just for the people that are listening and developing subjectively is much more common than objectively. Um, they also may call it mental mediumship. So mental mediumship is again, more common. It's what you see in your third eye. You know, I remember myself even saying and having different mediums on the show and because I did not see spirit when I was a child, I felt spirit. And now, and then I, but I see when I do mediumship readings, I would say one of my strongest abilities is clairvoyance. I see a lot in my mind's eye. I think right. I may have objectively seen spirit here and there, but it's not, it wasn't as common as it sounds for you. I want to go back to having, you know, seeing spirit, putting it on the shelf, going, coming in, coming out, you know, and then, and here you are. So when you were going through, um, sort of your reawakening and you're coming out, and I'm so glad that you had the support and you have family to, yep. coming out as we talk about, you know, the closet and we talk about the closet or the spiritual closet. Oh yeah. Twice. Did you, and I love that. I love that. I love that we turned that. Coming out of the closet twice. <laughs> it's such a good one. It's, it's just such a good tagline, right? It's Great just, tagline. Great tag. Perfect. Love it. <laughs> Even if you didn't see spirit and maybe you did, did you feel that spirit, your team of spirit, your spirit guides, maybe your angels, were supporting you at that time you, that was a, that's a i'm sure a very difficult you know challenging and you don't have to go through all that but did you feel that you were co-creating with spirit i don't mean deceased love was necessarily but did you feel connected at that point that you were 
able to kind of move through that. Okay. So you're asking me if I felt guided through the coming out process the first time around. Right. Yeah. Like co-creating okay. with spirit, co-creating right. with your team. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll definitely answer that. I do want to um, just go over one quick thing prior to that, prior to this though. Um, I was very clairvoyant at a younger age. I am now more um, clairsentient, which is more knowing now. So again, if you just want to um, kind of just go over that again, I just feel that um, for some reason when I was younger, the visual aspect for me of seeing them was a lot stronger. Now for me, it's more about a knowing. So I automatically know that spirit is with me and the information okay. comes to me in just the knowing now. So I can okay. automatically just know by reading somebody that these are the details. It just comes to me like in bullet points, like as if I'm right. Reading. Right. Okay, and so I think that change. Is, it does, it does change. And, and that's claircognizance when they say we, we know, like there's oh, the claircognizance. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. And of course I'm with the Claire's because I'm, there's some of my intuitive students listening and like, wait, that's claircognizance. Right. But yeah. it doesn't matter. But I think that's important to say, because there are some people developing, listening, saying, oh, you know, so it changed for me. So um, I love that you shared that. So that yeah. now it's just a knowing for you. It's just a knowing. Just a knowing. Love it. Just to knowing, but let me um, answer your question. So yeah, I mean, I feel that when I was coming out um, for the first time, I do feel that there was some support there because what I did feel was I had a mustering of courage that I normally would have not had in me. And I do believe that um, prior to coming out, there was a ton of bullying and that bullying was very difficult to go through, but because it was so difficult, um, I also believe that spirit and the guidance was around me to help me um, be able to get through it and make me who I am today. Because I do believe that all of those experiences are what makes me understand and be able to communicate with spirit now so much better to pull those experiences with me so that when I am communicating, I'm able to really tap into different lifestyles, different stories a lot easier as well. So I do definitely feel that I felt that presence with me. I do feel that I was cradled or somewhat coddled at that at that moment um, until I feel that they also felt that I was kind of in a safe place of my own and I had my my good my footing my grounding was where I needed it to be at that point right and I and I love that I love that you had that they you had that support you know that that outerly support or you know faith or you know inner guidance or yeah, whatever that was sure. and that, that they were kind of you know staying with you you said that prior to COVID, more and more of this was happening. Mm -hmm. Can you go back to a, can you give us a, like, can you pinpoint a, a situation or maybe if you can think of one that you said, okay, wait, I, I, I am going to speak to, um, I'm going to speak to Anthony or I'm going to speak to a friend or I'm going to get into a development. What was the pivot? What was the, what was the thing? Or maybe it wasn't just one, but if you can remember one that said, you know what, I, I think, I think I'm going to do this thing. Right. Yeah. Um, I think what it was for me was, um, I had a friend who had passed prior to COVID and it was a very difficult situation. And I, we had a group of friends, a lot of us knew mutual people and a lot, and it was a difficult time for them to also process. I had not really thought about, you know, the communication with spirit and my experiences prior to this. And then after going through that, I want to say like maybe a week later, we had gotten together again to just really kind of um, talk about fun times and situations and how everything went. And I actually felt the presence of my friend near me. And that was when I was like, you know, this is definitely something that 
it's strong. It's it keeps coming back. There's a reasoning why I keep getting these nudges, these spiritual nudges that I need to feel that it's time for me to to definitely like embark on this journey. Uh, and I just started to provide messages and things about about him that no one that I wouldn't have known, but other people around would have known. It was an interesting situation because no one knew that I could do this. And I would say that this was the start of the second coming out of the closet for me. And I am still coming out of the closet in different groups still mm-hmm. to now. And it has been uh, an interesting, interesting journey. Yeah, but that is what kind of started it for me again. That in combination with me bumping into, again, there's a spirit organizing behind the scenes, collaborating things. I bumped into a mutual friend of me and Anthony, who we worked together with back in 2004. So in combination with that and bumping into her, I felt that it was time for me to maybe reach out to him and say, you know what? I need to have a conversation. I need to see what's going on here. And he gave me the right guidance. He put me in the right path. He started me um, with a, um, a beginner mentor. And I was with her for maybe like a month and a half. And she was like, uh, you need to just really go with Anthony. Like just. Right. You're on the fast pace. You don't you're need on me. the fast track. Okay, She's like, you don't need track. me. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all yeah. right, here we go. I'm ready. So yeah, that's it. It's fun. That's great. That's great. You know, it's just so interesting how I, you hear from other people how, you know, very similar stories where they were a child and they either saw spirit or felt spirit. You know, for me, it was like feeling and I was scared and all that. And then I had a lot of intuitive stuff, you know, in college and I premonitions and things like that. And until I you know, I became a yoga teacher, I was a young mom at 29, two kids at 29. And then I did Reiki and then Reiki just sort of, the, the you know, the doors open, right. like it's the floodgates open. But you do hear from a lot of people, actually, that if a, someone very close to them has passed or a loved one has passed, that they want either they want to connect with that loved one and then they're getting the messages or it happens and they start getting validations from other people. So like you, you didn't always know a lot that was about him, but you were able to validate it uh, from his friends and from that. And then having spirit orchestrate, bumping into this person and bumping into this person and making a phone call. I always say those are synchronistic events that are (laughs) leading us. And if we open and listen, we can do that. We can still have more awareness. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you 100%. I, I definitely feel that things were being orchestrated behind the scenes. Um, and I realize that more and more now, um, working with Anthony and definitely working with different individuals, that now you start to see when things happen. You definitely know that this is spirit behind you orchestrating things to happen. You know, just with, you know, developing things and, and going on that fast track. When things are really moving in a good direction, I feel, and there's really no road bumps in the way for you, you know that you're definitely on that right path that's how you know um, that things are really being orchestrated for you in the right way. I love that. So now you are a practicing psychic medium and always in, de- and, in, and in development, like we say, we always will be. And I will say I will always be in some type of development because mm-hmm. if we're not developing, then we're kind of not going anywhere. And I think for us to serve spirit, because we really yeah. do work for spirit, we need to continue developing. What would you say, two things I want to ask you, Um, What would you say has been the most interesting or something that you didn't realize would happen during the process of development? And then what is something that um, what's a challenge for you? So let's start with the first one. Let's start with what you what has been the thing that is that you were surprised by 
and then the challenge. Yeah. So for me, um, like I said, when I had the conversation with Anthony back, I think in January or February, right prior to COVID, uh, and the timing could have not been any better because I feel that with what, what is happening now in the world, people need psychic mediums more than ever for just that emotional support. I also feel that like that was also an orchestration of me really stepping into what I needed to do. But uh, the, the thing that is the biggest highlight for me right now would be I did not know how advanced or connected I was, to be honest with you. And when I now sit and I look back at conversations that I've had with friends just throughout the years now, because what I've been doing is doing a lot of going back and thinking about a lot of things, I have literally been giving psychic advice to people since I have been in high school, to be honest, that now when I tell my friends that I'm doing this, they're like, you have no idea that you've actually been giving us psychic advice forever. And I just never realized it because I just never put much thought into it. It just has always been innate in me and came out like organically. So I think working with this mentor prior to Anthony and just having things hit so quickly for me was just such an eye-opening awakening to say, wow, I can't believe like this is happening. This is like so quick. And it, it's like, it's always been there. Right. Yeah. It's like truly such an amazing feeling. I can't even tell you. It's just great. Right. So it's, it was always there. But yeah. you, you never label to it. You were always counseling. You were always in that psychic information. You're always in that psychic energy with other people. Always. You're already probably giving psychic impressions your whole life. But now that you have the wordage and now that you're actually doing it, right? I'm using my hair quotes. Not only you can see that on the yeah. podcast. Now you can see that you've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. I, it's just, it's just been so mind blowing to me. And I'm also an empath. So I have actually been also feeling the energy tremendously from people as well, which is so... Like I, I, it's just, just looking back now, it's very mind blowing to me. So it's really great to just sit back now and look and just like be mesmerized. And put the pieces together, right? It's like a the puzzle, putting all the pieces together. Yeah, the yeah. puzzle's coming together great. I can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> what about a challenge? What, what's what been a challenge or what's one thing you've noticed since you've started this development path and being a working psychic medium? What's the challenge? Right. So I think the challenge has really been... Um, I'm trying to think what would be the challenge here. Making sure that you are um, serving spirit properly, I think is the main thing, because you always want to make sure that you're definitely doing what's right for spirit. So I'm always questioning in my head, am I serving properly? And then also um, learning uh, and making sure that you're learning to serve the best way. So uh, challenge-wise, I just feel making sure you're taking the right education and that you're learning from the right people. Because if you are not learning from the right people and you would notice as well, there's so many people out there that, you know, label themselves in certain ways, but don't have the right training or things may not go the right way. And I just feel like if you do your education and you really look at, and surround yourself with people that are knowledgeable, you're definitely going to get yourself to where you need to be. I love it. It's so great. Thank you. I know. I would say, I would say similar for me. I would say the similar thing for me that the challenge is that to continue to serve spirit and not serve the sitter. And, yeah. you know, doing uh, readings for quite a while and, but really only doing, calling myself a medium, really stepping into saying I'm a medium also, you know, it was always like hiding behind others. Yeah. It was challenging for me because I wanted to have 
the sitter have a good experience and the sitter, you know, that's kind of my ego. Right. But, but it wasn't, it was really out of kindness and, and love. It, I want them to go away and have had a good experience. Yeah. There is a part of, of, of course me, you know, doing a good job, but it was them leaving, feeling fulfilled, them getting messages from their loved ones, so forth and so on. And when I, and I'm still working on it, when I serve spirit and listen to spirit and relay the messages from spirit to me, to them, that is when I'm in integrity with spirit. And, and so anytime I get in my head and anytime I get in my trying to do it right or perfect or whatever, I say, I serve spirit and serve spirit first. So what spirit's going to tell me, I'm going to relate to you. So I think that's been my biggest challenge. And I think yeah. that I'll, I'll over time that will get better and better, but I don't know if it'll ever go away because you know, I've, I've read a lot of books. I've been with a lot of mediums. I've had conversations with Anthony. I've had conversations with Lindsay Marino, another wonderful mentor of mine. I have, you know, love uh, Mavis Patilla. And they, you know, they still say, you know, there's still hard, it's hard for you when the sitter's sitting there like, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> You're like, yes, yes, yes. You know, but I understand it's super difficult. And you know, it's funny you bring that up because one of the questions that Anthony asked us in the mentorship in the beginning is, what are you most afraid of? And what everyone basically, everyone actually had kind of the same consensus, to be honest, is failure of not making the sitter happy or providing what the sitter needs to hear. So I think that that is just innately, if you are a caring person and you want to serve spirit correctly, you want to make sure that you're serving that sitter correctly as well. Yeah, you said it great. So uh, before we, and we're going to, you're going to tell everybody about your services and where to find you. But before we do that, I always like to ask, my question is, when was there a time, if you can share an intuitive hit, I call it like a vibe or an intuitive vibe or intuitive hit that happened to you. Um, it could have been recently or it could have been a long time ago that you listened to your intuition and you acted upon it. And I know you probably live in it every day. So they may yeah. feel very... Yeah. So right now I'm living in it every day. So now I just personally feel like I am just always doing it. I think that probably when I felt that I listened to my um, internal intuitive guide the most... Because I kind of overanalyze and overthink things so much, and I balance a lot out being a Libra, I feel that it's important for me to always use my my intuitiveness and my gut. So I think it would be actually like the purchasing of my house, which might sound kind of funny, but intuitively, I was like really leaning into like my guides and everything. Is this like the right decision? Is this what I should be doing? Am I on the right track? Am I going to regret doing this? Um, and I got to be honest with you, 16 years later, I'm in that same house. So my, in, my intuitive gut and will was correct, spot on. So I'm, I, I'm just, everyone out there, I always say, follow your intuition, follow your gut. And I, and I do want to also add that I feel my intuition and gut is getting stronger now over the last couple of months because I've been meditating a lot more too as well. So I do right. feel like meditation is a super great practice for anyone doing psychic or mediumship work, making sure you're sitting on the power or you're doing any other type of medium um, meditations out there. So I just wanted to also add that um, as a key factor. Yeah, very important. And I know that there is, you know, there's a there's a divide. Some mediums, you know, never really meditate. Some people do. Um, I'm a big meditator or sitting in the power, yeah. connecting, grounding, yeah. centering, whatever that Always. is. Always. I believe it's very important as well. So we, we come from the same school of thought. We do. We do. I love it. And I, and I personally uh, enjoy the guided meditations because, again, I'm so like distracted so easily. 
So for me, having a guided meditation helps me to focus more on the meditation and really um, get ingrained in it, where some people organically can just listen to music, sit in quiet and meditate with their own thoughts. So I just really feel like it just depends on what works best for you. Right. Yeah. No, either or whatever. And I think that's it. What works best for you and mm-hmm. not for anybody else. Correct. Can you share with the listeners a little bit of the service, services that you have, the different types of readings and then where to find you? Yeah, absolutely. So I do um, an Oracle and psychic reading for 30 minutes. And then I also do um, a mediumship reading for 30 minutes and a mediumship reading for 45 minutes. I am also going to um, start including soul readings, which is something new that I'm going to be adding to my my lovely tearing on my website. Um, everyone can find me at spirittalkwithroy.com. Uh, and then my Facebook page would be Spirit Talk with Roy as well. And then my Instagram is celeb, C-E-L-E-B-T, number 10 um, on Instagram. And then if you put Spirit Talk with Roy, it'll also pop up on Instagram. So, love it. And I have all love my it. links on my link tree, so on my Instagram. So you can find my YouTube channel and all the other fun stuff. And I will put all the information below. So if you are listening to this podcast and your favorite podcast player, just go to the show notes and they'll be clickable or linkable. You can go to any of those and connect with Roy, say hello, and uh, leave us a little note, connect with him and subscribe to his different social media platforms. And if you are listening, we would love for you to tag us in Instagram and just kind of tag us and, and let us know that you enjoyed this episode. We would love that as well. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. So much fun. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're welcome so much. I loved having you on. We could talk forever. I know you'll be back. Have a, have a fantastic day. You too. You you too. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Truly a pleasure. And thank you so much for having me, Tina. You're welcome. Many blessings. You too. Thank you.